0: hello everyone welcome to the self-love society this is the podcast for people who are on the journey of self-discovery and wellness with a dash of foolishness sprinkled on top this is a safe place to learn laugh and discover your own individual path let us start the show
1: hey guys hello how are you doing this is sai k in care of the love guru
0: and this is (laughs) (laughs) I just had a random song pop in my head. (laughs) When we were talking, I was like,
1: Hey, girl, how you doing? My My name name is Charlie. Charlie Last name Wilson. Wilson. I don't know where that came
0: from. (laughs) Anyways, my name is Tony Gillen, licensed professional counselor.
1: It is wonderful to have you guys here for another self-care Sunday. Yep. We hope you guys are having a phenomenal day today because you know we are.
0: Phenomenally.
1: Phenomenally. You know what I mean? We don't know why, uh... Who is it? Maya Angelou.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> and our Maya Angelique.
0: That, I remember everybody did that poem. I was so sick of that poem.
1: That's how I felt about stump. It's certain stump, things.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> what's will see tomorrow The the song? Yes. Uh, I'm like,
1: if another church you fly through <laughs> <do> stump, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my vibe. <laughs> Oh, I, know <laughs> I know that's random, but when we first, when Stump first came out, man, oh,
0: everybody was, man.
1: I promise the Stump, the whole Stump, nothing man, but every, the Stump. Every,
0: everybody kids' bars to get the Stump. That is hilarious. Oh,
1: and, then, and then when Donnie McClurkin so came out with that uh, We Fall Down, boy. Oh, man. Churches didn't stop playing We Fall Down. I was over that. <laughs> I
0: remember when Stump came out. I remember, like, it was, like. The dopest thing in the world because it was played on all the radio stations. It was, and everybody was bumping it. Yep,
1: like a regular.
0: I feel like it was a summer time summer bop. Oh, your dog. Are you stuck?
1: Come here. I'm sorry, guys.
0: We're sorry. The dog has gotten tangled up in the wires, and they just she just standing there. She like, uh, move this, please. Get out of the way.
1: I'm sorry, guys. Lady wanted to make her appearance. She wanted to make sure that we bring her up every podcast, All no right. matter what. Whether it's her randomly running around, snoring, letting out a random yelp. Oh, she want to make sure good. that you know that she is here.
0: Yes. She's she she walking the-
1: No, I'm not going to pet you.
0: I'm not petting you. I don't feel like it's...
1: Come here, Pupu. Okay, back into this thing. We all <laughs> over the place. We sorry guys. But oh, you know, man. we hey, being real. It's so, real time. That's right. So how um how are you doing, T? Whew.
0: Um, I am doing actually decent.
1: Decent. That's I'm, a upgrade.
0: I'm very tired. I've been tired a lot lately.
1: The rain. While I'm
0: a plate, I love the rain.
1: It's been rainy.
0: But I don't like the rain when I have things to do. Oh. But I love the rain when I'm when I'm like have an off day or something. Yeah. But um, but no, I've been doing pretty good. Um, kids are doing well. Um, work is doing well. Yeah. Practice. Uh, I've got, I got some people that reached out to me that I got to reach back out to. So that's been going really well. So I'm just kind of, I think right now I'm trying to compartmentalize everything. Yes. Like, I just, if I just was able to, okay, I'll say this. One thing that I want to get better at is, like, discipline. hmm Like, going to bed on time. Oh, um, yeah. Making sure that I set aside yeah, time yeah. to work on one like aspect schedule. of my life. Yeah, like, having a schedule and sticking to it and not... Because I'm a very go-with-the-flow person. Me, too. Which makes it so hard to be, like, a, a stickler for a schedule. Yeah.
1: But, you it, know, the more... That, what I realize is the more that you add on to your plate and the more that you want to accomplish, Mm -hmm. you have no choice but to flip into that mindset of creating a schedule because it'll be so many moving parts going at one time that you have to like, okay, let me plan this out. You have to get Mm -hmm. more like that. So because your life is jumping up with everything going on with you now, you got new projects in the works, you know what I mean? Speaking engagements and all kinds of things that are going on for you with all of that, you ain't gonna have no choice but to move and, into that, And also, which is good. So it's like your life is helping you, yeah, uh, pushing you towards accomplishing that. But also
0: learning like what my limits are because, facts. What people may not, you know, realize is I'm more introverted, mm-hmm. and so ge- gearing up to do stuff is very draining for me. Facts. So I need time to rest and recover before I jump into something else, and so I have to learn. How to have to recognize that about myself yeah. when I'm creating my schedule. Like uh-huh. I got to be able to make time in my schedule for recharging.
1: That's a big thing, man. Now that you say, it's crazy because I was having this conversation with um, a good friend of mine before we before we started recording, and I was telling her because you know I do a couple of podcasts and I was she was talking about switching times, and I was like, nah,
2: mm-hmm. can't
1: be doing that because I got a schedule. My schedule is is set up in such a way to make sure that I'm not overly worked and overly drained, you know, mm-hmm. from podcast to podcast. So that way I'm giving the best that I could possibly give. You know, I don't no point in recording something that's half, you know. But Right. So I definitely understand that notion. Yeah, so that's about
0: me. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. So, like I was saying, uh, as you guys know, we back. We back. Um, but also I am back. Hey, Mike. I'm I am back with several other podcasts. I have a solo podcast that I launched um, last week. <laughs> um, in care of the Ooh, love, you know Michael girl. Jackson. Yeah, it's a, it's just like a little mo- uh, Monday motivational um, thing. Okay. Um, that I launched last week, which was really scary for me to do. I told no one. Tony's finding out right now. I told nobody about it <laughs> for the first week because. I wanted to I wanted to make sure that I could do it, you know what I mean? So uh, um, you know, it's, it's it's I don't know, I'm I'm this is easy for me. Having someone sitting here, having someone having a conversation, that's second nature to me.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: sitting here talking and ain't nobody here but me and y'all the audience, that's a little more difficult. Yeah. So I did that and then I have my other podcast that have launched and everything. So my schedules are back up and functioning um, back pr- um, practicing for football and oh, you yeah. know so everything is getting back, back busy again which is good for me. I like being busy I like moving I like having things going on you know so that makes me happy when I know that I'm I gotta okay I gotta do this I gotta do that you know mm-hmm. so I don't know I just been I've been excited about the possibilities. Yeah. So, everything's good for me. yeah
0: right It's like a hope you f- you sound very hopeful like
1: I'm always hopeful. Yes. Yay. Yeah. Hopeful, hopeful. I'm always hopeful. There we go. For real, you know what I mean? What's the point of life without hope?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just blah.
0: Are you going to bring I mean, you even got your new thing going on with the you know you're talking about
1: a new podcast so okay there is um a podcast well one of them is not new one of them's been running this is the second so i have okay there is um a podcast that i have called sister circle it's in its second season okay and then there um and i do that with uh demo warrior princess who also goes demo. yes she also goes by her alias lady lady soul Okay. And um so that's You
0: her singing videos too.
1: That's right. And that's her that's her singing name Lady Soul so, so me and Demo um Warrior Princess, we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we do a podcast that airs every Warrior Saturday. Princess. Yeah.
0: It, it, <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. You
1: know she going to come I'm for you. I'm not making
0: fun of you. It's just funny to be Warrior Princess. That's right. Um,
1: she going to come for you. So we do a podcast that airs every Saturday. That podcast is based off of um, spirituality. It creates a spiritual safe haven for uh, women, women. Um, it's called Sister Circle. It's kind of like an unconventional place, um, so anybody who is on a spiritual journey that is not necessarily the church, yes, but it's a mix. The yeah, there's a mixture of different things. You know, it could be you know Bible mixed with other things. We do mm. all of that on the podcast. We crack open the Word, but we also do tarot at the same time. So it's like a it's like a mix bag. Mm. You know what I mean? So um, that airs on Saturdays. Then I have this air on Sundays. Um, I have my motivational podcast that hmm. I just started. It airs on Monday. Yeah. I have a, um, a podcast that airs on Fridays with my girls. This, it's in its second season, and it's called Hey Sis. Okay. And it is um, for women. We're all from different walks of life, but we're all from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And um, we give our perspective on <laughs> what it's like being single and dating, and, um,
0: <laughs> pretty much,
1: <laughs> that should be
0: our things on for the, for the podcast,
1: and, you know, we talk about dating, but we talk about different aspects, and it's just like a good girl time that we have, we, we do c- competitive things, we talk about TV shows, we, uh, um, we do a scene competition on there every, every episode, okay. it's, it's, it's a good time, so if you, like, have, want to have a good time with some, you know, we call our internet besties or whatnot mm-hmm. that airs on Fridays. And then I have a podcast that hasn't started yet that's in the works that um, is going to be new. That hasn't started yet with um, Erica. That's the one that's going to be new. Are you
0: extroverted? Are you extroverted?
1: I'm a social introvert. Okay. So do you want me to explain myself?
0: I think you and I are very similar in terms of, like, I'm introverted but I am I can be very sociable
2: yeah
1: in I'm sitting
0: in situations yes um I just wonder I was asking that because you know with all these podcasts you have I wonder if that's like your appointment time to be like like it you is. set connection appointments
1: it is it is it is very it is it instead is. of like
0: going out and going to like a club or a very bar intentional it's like let me just schedule a podcast where I can continue to connect with people and Talk about fun things.
1: Talk about fun things. Connect with people, and at the same time, everyone that's on my podcast, I'm blessed. Are people that I love? They're yes. my friends. They're yeah. my inner circle. So it is. It's good for me because I have an opportunity to see my friends yeah. once a week in a in a um, personal setting. Because I don't really like being out. But um, we do all get together. All of us get together mm-hmm. every other Thursday, and we go, <laughs> we go, we go out and we do karaoke and we sing and we have a good time and I'm stuff like that. I'm gonna try to go the next time. You I gotta, had, I had a lot of fun the first time. It was so fun. And so, like, we do go out and do things together. But you know, I don't really do much of that because that'd be too much and it'd be too much. Like, I can only expel that much energy in person, like once every two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like what, what we do. So, so yeah,
0: yeah. I I get caught in the roots. I'm more of a routine person, mm-hmm. so it's hard for me to be like, oh, I want to go out.
1: Oh no, I'm not. I'm not one of those. But that's the thing. I feel like all of my friends are are like me. Mm. All of us are kind of like we went out. You can't say we didn't do it. We did it, and then we just all go back to our little holes. (laughs) We come out for like like, it's
0: like it's like going out as like a task. Okay, okay. Put that on the list. We all be like this. Okay, we went out
1: the whole day. Everybody be like, we don't talk to each other. We be like, like, how can I get out of
0: this? How can I get out of this?
1: (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) Then we show up, have a great time. We be like, whoo, okay, that
0: was good. That was cool. All right, that That was was nice.
1: (laughs) Let's move on to the
0: next things. Oh man, well that's good. I'm glad to hear that uh, you you're doing well. Um, yes. I had the chance to witness your you know singing video. It's like
1: you know look at her over there over singing.
0: <laughs> boys to men. Yes,
1: boys to men. So
0: so let us start with um recap. You want so you want to do a recap last week? on prompt. Uh, uh, uh. Affirmation. Affirmation. I said admiration. <laughs> Affirmation. What you want to do first? Affirmations or... It's up to prompt? you. All right. I'll do journal prompts. So okay. the journal prompt last week, guys, was what examples are you setting for the youth? What F. For the youth. For, youth, for the youth. youth. In relationships, friendships, career, accountability, whatever area you, you wanted to answer the question in, what did you say for, you know, the examples that you're setting? For me... um, I chose relationship mm. um, because, you know, in dating, and, you know, I'm, you know, with a wonderful young woman um, now. And, hey,
1: girl.
0: And um, <laughs> one of the things that was at the forefront of my mind was making sure that I, uh, you know, put myself in a position so that my children would be able to, be, to see what a healthy relationship looks like. Yes. Um, I think that they had a view of what it looked like in my, in my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I didn't like that example mm-hmm. and I wanted a second chance to make a better uh, example for my kids. And so, yeah. um, in this place, so the answer in the question is the example that I'm setting is, you know, appreciating, you know, a person, you know, admire them being supportive Mm-hmm. Also, you know, staying on my job and doing the things that I need to do um, yeah. and allowing her to be supportive of me. Yeah. You know, because sometimes as men, we get so caught up in doing everything ourselves that we don't give women a chance to be the help that they're supposed to be. That's very true. And so I wanted to give her opportunities because like she'll ask me, how can I support you? And I might say, you can't really do anything for me right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's like, not fair. It's not fair because she's really yeah. trying to support me. And so. I might say, okay, what's something that she could do that maybe it doesn't mean that much to me, but it gives her something to make her feel. And I, I don't want this to sound condescending or. No, little, but little it's little, important. It's important for a person to feel, to
1: feel like that they are yeah, contributing, I because otherwise, contributing. why am I here?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, even if it's something of just listening to me,
1: mm-hmm. that's powerful. Just Very powerful. Just listening
0: to me, or right, shoot, just giving me some physical touch because that's my love language—physical touch.
1: We ever did physical t- uh, love languages on her? Uh, I think we kind of did. Okay. Yes, we did we because did. remember I talked about why I don't tell people <laughs> what my love language is. Okay, yet. I wasn't
0: sure if that was on air or off air conversation. Ain't so no telling. It has no telling. We be talking. about We be talking.
1: Ta- listen. <laughs> We this is we talk about any and everything. I don't even know
0: what to bring up. Like, oh, this couldn't have been off.
1: this couldn't have been a better pairing because when I say we have conversations and they flow like they flow like the water, they flow like Nile River. Right. They flow effortlessly. We literally, we really? literally can have a conversation without planning or plotting anything.
0: Look, so, hey, it is
1: what it is. It is what it is. That's chemistry. For real, chemistry.
0: But yeah, so my example was just in in how I how I um, live in my relationship. Yeah. And even just to the point of getting to that point, I had to make sure that I made sure she was the right person mm-hmm. to, to, to try to be that example for my
1: kids. That's you important. Know?
0: So, so yeah, that was my answer to that. What about you?
1: My answer would have to be, um, when it comes to career and accountability
0: ooh,
2: okay,
1: and a little bit of responsibility, but you know, um, setting a good example, being the, doing the things that I'm saying that I'm going to do, you know what I mean? Because with me stepping into a role, trying to be a public figure and give advice in the public space and have people that look look to me for advice and things of that nature publicly, not mm-hmm. just like an individual client-based situation, but like a internet presence type thing, I think it's important to if you say that you're going to do something on certain days, do it on the days that you said that you're going to do it. You know right. what I mean? Because you never understand, or ne- not understand, but you never know who is looking for a certain thing on a certain day. You know what yes. I mean? yeah. So, um, on my Instagram page and on my TikTok, I do a message, a self-care, self-love, um, facing shadow work message every day. That mm-hmm. was a, a promise that I made to myself to do one every day for 365 days. And some days I'd be like, what am I going to say? I don't know. Or whatever the case may be. And some days I'd be like, well, I could just stop. No one will know. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah. it's and it's crazy because especially on, I don't know if you know, I, I know you follow me on Instagram. I posted on Instagram, but I posted on TikTok and on TikTok, it's so crazy the amount of people that um, reach out to me every day and was like, "This was exactly what I needed to do. Really, get. That's so cool. And it's just like some days I just be like, "Like wow." Yeah, like some like I've had people I've had people write me messages and tell me, you know. I listened to this message three times and I'm in tears mm. because I've been praying and asking, and this is exactly what I need. And it's so, it's so, because I'll be sitting here like, I don't know what to say. Right. And then I'll just say something and it'd be the thing yeah. that, and it's something and I'm just saying yeah. something and it'd be something that'll just make somebody's whole life. Right. You know what I mean? And that to me, especially when I notice like on TikTok, you know, cause um, we talked about this before, like um, the possibility of dealing with anxiety and depression and things like that. Mm-hmm. That is a very common thing, especially yeah, amongst the youth. Yeah. And there are a lot of kids on TikToks, a lot of kids on TikTok, a lot of people, period. But a lot of kids on TikTok who have expressed their battle and their um, their struggle with that. You I know what I mean? On
0: TikTok. I'm not on there.
1: You should go on there. You're like it's a it's a it's a very big um there's a big um community thera- therapeutic community on there mm. yeah so um but um to be able to reach kids and not in a pushy way mm. like for it's because the way the algorithm is set up there's really no way like you can follow people and then you know there's a timeline of all people that you follow and then there's another timeline to where it's just random people that the yeah. algorithm picks it sends to you it's kind of like instagram with yeah you the but, fine section. but even more but a time feed not like a fine section because they have a fine section okay. it's literally like a feed
0: okay.
2: so
1: as you're scrolling through the feed it's a random person that pops up so it's not you... like
0: people that you only follow it's it, it's some it's people you don't follow that pop up
1: Mm-hmm. okay so, that's different so like um let me so they
0: tell you who they want you to look at Basically.
1: Well, you have two. You have two feeds. Right, I'm so, so uh, okay. oh, excuse me, y'all. I'm to, <laughs> I don't somebody know what is they are. Somebody, somebody is going somebody on. Somebody got time to, today. Okay, so so this is how it works. You got the following section right here. These are all the people that I follow. So it'll show like, and if you get over a thousand people, you can have a live, and you can do a live chat where you talk to people and everything. So these are like people that I follow. You know okay. that guy. Yes. And so, but if I go over here, I don't follow any of these people. It could be some people that I follow, but it also could be some, like, I follow her. I follow her, but I don't follow this person. So they'll just mix random people in there. Hmm. And it's a lot of people that, like, come to me and they're like, they call it the For You page. Hmm. And it was like, I discovered you on my For You page, and it was exactly what I needed to hear.
0: Do you add captions to the pictures or or videos, or just the video? That's it.
1: Yeah, it's just a video. I I want to get better about that because there is a large hearing hearing um, hearing and impaired community on uh, TikTok. So a lot of people add captions of what they're saying to the video, so that way, if you are um, hearing impaired, you can Mm. still enjoy the video and the content that is there. Also, so um, I think that. That example is good because, like, I'll tell people stuff, and it'll even be stuff that I'm still working with. You Mm. know what I mean? And um, it's like an accountability type thing because I can't be telling these people to do certain things and I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? But so I think that um, that's me setting my example, like, like using my career Mm -hmm. and being accountable at the same time. But also being responsible with the words that I say and the things that I do and the content that I put out because I understand that they're the t- the that my community um, deals with multiple different things and things could trigger one way or another or whatever the case may be. Mm. So it's a challenge, but I love it. So yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah. definitely, definitely. Well, I think that's great. I mean, just you know. It, it, whatever whatever avenue, and there's no right or wrong no. place to go, but as long as you're whatever this direction you choose, just make sure you're making the best out of it so that people can see that, you know, it's a positive way of doing things.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, because oh, I tell my brother this a lot, you know, when I talk to my brother, because we, you know, we grew up without our dad really being around. Mm. And so I talk to him all the time like, man, we had to learn all this for ourselves and it's great that we're learning this. It's because great. now Good our children, don't have to learn this stuff anymore. We can just t- we can give them the game. Yeah. And they don't have to wonder or figure it out like we're doing.
1: Yep, they got yeah. a source they can go to. Yeah,
0: so that's great. That's great. You want to do the affirmations?
1: Yes. So last week's affirmations were I am improving daily with each personal revision. I am improving daily with each personal revision. I am improving daily with each personal revision. Second one was, I will do the work needed for my self-healing. I will do the work needed for my self-healing. I will do the work needed for my self-healing. And the last one was, I I discover every positive trait I possess. I discover every positive trait that I possess i discover every positive trait that i possess you want to go first or me i want you to go first
0: okay what you got to say
1: okay so y'all know me y'all know i'd always do all three 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 love that number so um i felt like all of these kind of went hand in hand this week so um when you start at the top i am i am improving daily with each personal revision Understanding and telling myself that as I as I improve myself or change or grow or, you know, evolve or, you know, ascend, whichever whichever verb you want to use, you know what I mean? As I do that, I tell myself that it is that this is an improvement. I'm sorry, guys, my dog's snoring. But this isn't (laughs) because I just know y'all can hear it. (laughs) But it is an improvement. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times things you'll have changing situations and you'll start to doubt yourself. You'll start to say, oh, well, you know, this is different. And you start getting nervous. And sometimes you just have to remind yourself, no, it's just different. Different doesn't always mean bad. Sometimes different it just means different. You know what I mean? So um, the affirmation I'm improving myself daily with each personal revision helped me to remember that different just means different. It doesn't mean bad. It just means different. And as long as I'm focusing on myself healing which is affirmation number two, I will do the work needed for myself self-healing he- that, that whatever difference is coming out of that is going to be an improvement. Because I'm focusing on myself healing mm-hmm. So it's going to be an improvement. And as you do those things, obviously, you will learn more and more about yourself. So I'm discovering all the positive things, all the positive traits that I have about myself. Because, you know, one of my um, issues and one of the things that I had to work through is negative self-talk. Telling mm-hmm. myself bad things about myself. Saying things to myself that wasn't necessarily true and believing it to the point to where I had to learn how to break down those falsehoods, false, falsehoods and get to the point to where, yeah, there are positive things about me. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, going through this process of self-healing and self-discovery and focusing on that and being diligent about that and being accountable for that and um, improving myself. I'm uncovering and discovering all kinds of positive things about myself each and every day. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's
0: great. great. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, you know, um, I like to read them all, um, as you all know. And then there's there's always one that, like, speaks to me. And for me, I think for me, it was the I will do the work needed for my self-healing. I've always told people that I am a glutton for emotional punishment. Like, ooh. I do not, like, when I'm going through, I, there's a little bit of excitement in me when I'm going through something. Yeah. Because I'm like, ooh, this is a chance for me to, like, figure out how to do this and heal from it so that I can help other people or I can, like, yeah. you know, I can be a witness or. or
1: I can have a testimony. Yeah, I can, yes. this is
0: something that I can, okay, if I get through this, then I can share this information with, like, yes. my children or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, So I'm always willing to do self-healing work. Um, I look for things that I struggle with, and unfortunately, sometimes I can't. I can't figure it out, which is why I go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually see my therapist tomorrow. Um, and I definitely try to figure out okay what is going on with me and what is it that I can do to improve on myself, um, whether it be mentally, emotionally, or physically. I'm always looking for things that, that I can work on. I think currently, right now, um doing what is needed for the, my self-healing, I think it's... I think that positive self-talk um, because being... Always being overwhelmed, a lot of times you don't really have the the energy to give yourself like a, a boost. Yeah. And you're just like, I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to sleep. Ooh, babe. Oh, babe. just... I, I feel terrible. I look terrible. Or, you know, when you're tired, you know, you're, likely, you're less likely to, to, you know, work out. You're less likely to eat right. You're yeah. less likely to reach out to other people. And so... It's like it brings you further, further, you know, just kind of deep.
1: Yeah, further away from where you want to yeah, be. Yeah, further away from where you want to
0: be. And so um, I think doing that work is something that I definitely needed to do. Um, and so this was kind of a reminder for me for that. Mm. So I appreciate that.
1: Reminder. Yay! <laughs> I was helpful. I was helpful. Oh. So... So, ready to get into the
0: nitty gritty? Nitty gritty.
1: Then you want to tell them what we talking about today.
0: So, um,
1: <sighs>
0: our beloved.
1: Alma mater.
0: Alma mater. Rockwood School District. Whew. Lord. What, what are y'all doing?
1: What are y'all doing? Y'all making us look bad out here, Brad. Uh, like, we trying. Like, we are really, I I feel like Tyrell Banks. I was rooting for you. We,
0: were, we I, literally, like, two weeks ago, was like, Rockwood is top, you know, best top, school in, ever. top school school district uh, in, the, in, in the state of Missouri, the nation.
1: Oh, my god. And then goodness. a week later. Y'all in the show know how to make people eat they words, bro. Oh,
0: man. I'm, people looking at me like, oh, that's 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 your boy, Hannah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that's your
2: boy like what's up with your
0: boy sure you did write that whole thing right. piece about
1: him oh, didn't man. you oh. have you seen do you know how many people sent me that tiktok video in my inbox I couldn't even get I was like oh my god when I
0: originally read okay so before so for people who don't know what's going on um whew, that's a lot of information
1: let me get let, well let me uh so from what
0: I, I understand
1: I can play I can play the, something. The Here, let me play the, this the, first, and then you can say the. that. So this is a TikTok from um her name is um Auntie Karen Zero. Auntie Karen. On uh TikTok. And she uh uh and she is talking a little bit about the situation. We will expound upon it. So here you guys go.
3: Okay. I'm angry, and you should be too. Rockwood School Board approved Dr. Jamila Spann as a Rockwood self-assistant principal, and what happened next will shock you. At this school district, black staff members are targeted. This woman here, Jennifer Spencer, posted her financials in a private group called Concerned Parents of Rockwood jennifer spencer wrote her bankruptcy would indicate that she is irresponsible with finances that's a red flag in my opinion Mm. other parents in the group questioned her teaching ability because she came from st louis public schools high school in a district one parent called an awful school system Mm. another called harris state university the historic black college where she is an adjacent professor a complete effing joke you should be ashamed of yourself, and this group needs to be disbanded. I need TikTok to stand with me. Mm.
1: So that's the video that's I some, got in that, my. That's inf-
0: some of the stuff. So a lot of this stuff is stemming from the Rockwood School Board looking to bring in the concept of critical race theory. It and started
1: even before that, you know.
0: What, what happened? Before so that? it
1: started initially, like the division really started. Um, back um, over the summer last year when, when, you know, we COVID started and everything and um, school districts were making decisions about how to um, how, how did proceed. How like,
0: bringing, bringing the students back. Yeah, and yeah.
1: Um, it was a whole debate about whether the, the kids will continue to be virtual mm-hmm. for the following school year or if they would do a hybrid model. Yeah. And there were quite Ooh. a few uh, parents who were concerned about that because um, Rockwood School District is a school district in St. Louis where we have a program that's called a DSEG program. I think we talked about this yeah. a little bit before. But the DSEG program is, a, is exactly what it sounds like. It's a desegregation program. It's a, think, think. Uh, what's my baby name? Uh, Ruby Bridges. Think Ruby Bridges. That's, that's, that's mm-hmm. what you're doing. You're sending a bunch of black kids and uh, minority children out to um, a district that is predominantly white to desegregate the schools mm-hmm. so basically so that you can have more of a diverse um um environment in the school um yeah, it started in 1983
0: yeah started in
1: 1983 as a result of um losing a court case i believe there was a um a, a racist uh like a uh, some sort of uh something that came up that was like uh um, racism or something like that they were a claim against them not letting black kids go out there and they lost and that was mm. the um, reason why they cultivated and created the deseg program so that 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 was the resolution i right. guess and so um with that being said um, one of the criteria for being in this desegregation program is um, lower in- being of lower income so you have a lot of the black or brown kids who are being bussed out to this school district um, who um, may come from um, backgrounds that are not very financially stable or um, lower middle class Um, and so when you're talking about um, moving to a virtual only or something of that nature that might not be something that um, is feasible for a single family, a single parent household, or a um, um, uh, situation to where the 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 parent is got to work yeah, and yeah. cannot be there to be like um, to be the aid that they need to be to make sure that their student is getting the getting the education that they needed. So mm-hmm. you had quite a bit of concern parents who were concerned about their children falling behind yeah. because they're not going to have um, that teacher right. there with them. And they knew that they wouldn't be able to be there for them as they needed to be because yeah. they have to work. Right. You know what I mean? So it started with that. It started yeah. with that Chances being a whole. Teachers were high around that time. Yeah, that was the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it once that happened, there was a lot of,
0: there was a big enrollment racist. change because people yeah. started taking their kids out of Rockwood and putting them into private schools. Yeah, um, it, it, which you know obviously didn't have to capitulate to the laws and things that mm-hmm. were set up for public schools. Um, and so you had that going on. Mm hmm. Um, wait, where were you? But saying? it was
1: a lot. It was a lot of race baiting type things, racist conversations. I remember. I think it was. What was it? Was it... Was it South where the girl was on the news for? Um
0: It's always something happening. It remember the remember school. the
1: live we got tagged in, me and you got tagged in a couple of months ago and the girl was on the news, she was getting picked on. Um they made a private group or whatnot and they was talking about her in the group. I
0: remember that vaguely,
1: yes. Yeah, but um but it was a lot there was basically it became a whole this race conversation came up again, you know. Black and white, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. over again. It became a whole thing. So um, you had the diversity team who would reach out and try to. Um, I'm I'm trying to be very careful with my words. Oh. <laughs> That's why I keep pausing because I'm trying to. But um, the diversity diversity team would reach out and be. Um, I hate to use the word. I don't got no other word to use. Kind of like a buffer in the situation to kind of smooth over um the negative situations that's going on and i don't use buffer as in like a backhanded type situation like they're literally because i don't believe that the diversity team is like a pr situation how can we cover it up i don't believe like they olivia pope i believe that they're really trying to understand and they're really trying to figure out what they can do to fix yeah
2: the differences yeah.
1: in relations however which is crazy because i feel like in most situations you have more pushback from the district than you do from the parents this situation is like the other way around yeah you have the district who is trying to do a do a lot to bring things to um certain
0: people in the district maybe not yeah. so much the district as a certain whole. people yes well, we certain, gotta make sure we people in the district are trying their best to take take the curriculum that's in the school and make it more so realistic to the community. Because when you have a school district that is predominantly white, but it still features African-American, Hispanic, Asian-Americans, um, mm-hmm. Native American students, it's important that when they're teaching them historical, you know, research, you know, historical events, that they're giving them an accurate inf- information. Yes. And also teaching people, because people tend to think that white history is the only American history that exists. Like, black Black history in this country is part of American history. Asian history in this party. country is part of American history. Hispanic history in this country is part of American history. And So, um, and they adopted this thing, uh, and I just was reading about it, was critical race theory,
3: which mm-hmm. essentially
0: is examining, you know, the law as it, you know, inter- intersects with issues of race and challenge mainstream liberal approaches to racial justice. So, um... It just examines all the things that we 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 teach our children, and we we coming from a a racial standpoint.
1: I just think that it's important (coughs) to have these conversations and stuff like that in Rockwood because it's happening, and this ain't nothing new. Like people keep This is what blows my blows my whole muffin cap off the top of my head. Peel muffin cap like blue, blue, blue. (laughs) You hear me, blue. (laughs) <laughs> misty blue blue yeah. blowing black blue because people are just i just hate when people act like this is a new thing it's not i'll never forget when i was in rockwood in and i was called the n-word mm. you know me and my best friend was called the n-word and because of that we had to do the whole d-day do you not remember the d-day uh mm. senior year yeah but we had to do the whole we were on the board for the diversity day. Our senior year because mm. of what happened to us right. that was happening years ago that was in 2004 when mm. that happened and here we are 2021 yeah and it's the same story
0: so interesting thing is um, so a group they had a, pri- basically a private meeting in Rockwood
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, where they wanted to get the community's you know opinion about everything that's been going on with you know the the, the curriculum change in yes. Rockwood and they wanted to get the, the community's opinion about it and what they what their thoughts were. So it was supposed to, it was supposed to be private, mm-hmm. but a lot of the information got out. A lot of the the voice bites got out, mm. and people the comments that were said about you know race and being teaching te- teaching their children about race. Um, I, one parent was like you know, we've been able to coexist together in this district for so long. Child. And now they they want to come in and tell my kids that, you know, they're the problem because they're white. And I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, we have not coexisted.
1: Because when? So
0: y'all have been comfortable. Maybe <laughs> y'all people have been comfortable.
1: Child, we just been trying to survive.
0: But there are countless minority students who have dealt with racism in this district for many, many, many years. Many minority teachers Man. have dealt with racism in this district, so there hasn't been this coexistence, this peaceful coexistence. No, you all have been able to just sit by and and treat it like nothing is wrong and it's, live your lives while we've had to deal with it.
1: It's it's a naivety. It yeah. really is. Like if you um. If you really sitting up here and acting as if you don't know what's going on, you Mm -hmm. have no idea that this, that's why I keep saying I'm getting I'm it's blowing my mind that people are sitting up here acting like this is a brand new thing. Right. This This is is why when I I even put something, I put up shared the shared the post on my page, and people was like, Well, they're just thinking it's this way. I'm like, no, this happened to me. This is not a story that somebody is telling me. Right. This is something that actually happened. To me, as I attended this same institution,
0: it's supposed to be a safe haven. It's
1: supposed to be that my home away from home. Yeah. So, this this happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear. No. Oh, well, you know, maybe it's a misunderstanding. It's not. It's not a misunderstanding. That's the problem. Now, we thought it was a misunderstanding back in 2004. That's why we did the whole diversity day, swept it under the rug. We moved on with life. And guess what? It's still happening. At some point, you got to say, okay, we can't keep sweeping this pile under the rug. Mm -hmm. We can see the gigantic lump. Yeah. of racism and in, in, uh, prejudice that y'all keep sweeping under the rug. At some point, you have to... And I commend the uh, former um, superintendent um, of Rockwood School District because he stepped up in a big way and yeah. he made... he made Because um, there was a situation to where there was... Um, in Eureka School Districts, there was the um, baseball team was... Um, Put the Blue Lives Matter flag. Blue lives
0: Matter flag on the on the, uh, on the helmets.
1: helmets, and um, it was creating wow. racial tension. Of so um, they made the decision to have it removed. And not only did he make that call to make the decision to have it removed, death threats. Before then, he also made a call to um, incorporate uh, literature in the curriculum um in the history curriculum as well as the literature curriculum Uh from Mm -hmm. authors who were black authors who were brown authors who were you know authors who represent that stories that represented yes yes and he got death threats he got death threats until this man quit
0: he tried to hide hide it online so that parents couldn't see the part of the curriculum Regarding the literature, yeah, and that's what got a lot of blowback. He's like, "Why are you hiding what you're teaching our children?"
1: Yeah,
0: um, and so they apologized for that. You know, that probably was was the smartest he was, move. He was
1: hiding it because he knew that they was to act yeah, they stupid, act a fool. and he ain't had time for that because at the end of the day, this going to happen. Mm-hmm. This to happen. That's how he was looking at. This is going to happen. At the end of the day, we are not going to do this. Is this is what we're doing? Right, right. And that's a shame. And then also, you had the teacher. You had the teacher over at Lafayette. I think his name is Tate. What's his name? It's in the article.
0: While you're looking it up, also, they are trying to pass a bill um, in in Missouri, um, <sighs> basically prohibiting schools from teaching critical race theory. Um, and that was one of the things they were discussing at this meeting, too. Of course they are. The Missouri House Bill 1141 uh, will prohibit schools, and this is from stlouispublicradio.org, um, will prohibit schools from teaching critical race theory, which is a framework that provides a race conscious approach to understanding inequality and structural racism. One of the parents it's funny one of the parents in that in that meeting said that what are they trying to do trying to teach our children trying to get our kids to be social justice warriors? Yes, we are looking for children to grow up into for the under you know the marginalized groups in America. The people that are underprivileged, the people that are you know that are um, treated unfairly due to their color, their skin. We want them to speak up for those people. Yes. So yes, ma'am. We are looking to create more social justice warriors in this country who can ratify and get rid of this racism that has permeated our our culture. The racism that you claim
1: that you don't have. The racism that you claim you don't Mm -hmm. have because I don't even understand what we arguing about if you claim that you're not racist and you don't you know that's not what your intentions are why is this an argument? Why is it an argument? we didn't argue about it we didn't argue about it when we were trying to understand LGBTQ um, a I no I a plus rights we didn't argue we didn't argue about that yeah why is it that every time it comes this is like a piggyback off of, Last week, why is it every time when it comes to black people, it's got to be this long, drawn-out debate, discussion. Yeah. And see if we get on the same page, if we understand one another. Why is that the thing? Why? I was wondering,
0: in watching that, I was wondering, you know, you know a few years back, they introduced the new sex, sex education um, mm-hmm. that was more friendly to members of different, you know, of the LGBTQIA community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was wondering if, you know, for example, if there there was this level of pushback for that.
1: Let me tell you something right now. If it was this level of pushback for that, you would know about it. Oh, I just wanted to. But that's what I'm saying. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. You didn't have all of this going on. It was not. I know not. there was
0: pushback. There had to be pushback, but this level of pushback, I don't think it was.
1: It wasn't. It just was not. And that's what I'm saying. I just feel like what they are doing is not radical. Asking for asking for my black child to be able to read a book by another black author is not a, a out outlandish thing to ask for. Right. And here we are still in 2021. Yeah. Still doing this.
0: And you know, some of the trigger words that and, I, and, and I've and i been a part of social justice trainings um, in the past and one of the things that I think people of uh, the white descent or European descent struggle with is the term white privilege and white supremacy um, because it automatically, a lot of times and this is from what I've heard from like my white counterparts, is that it challenges them in their mindset that they had privilege. That's the whole, that's one of the hardest things is for a person to be told they had privilege and they, they equate it to, Oh, but I worked just as hard. I hmm. worked hard. I, I had to work my butt off. I had to study. I had to do all these things, but they don't realize the different microaggressions they, that they didn't have to deal with because of the color of their skin. They don't like, you, you were given the benefit of the doubt.
1: They really don't. And that's and that's a real, that is a real, real, yeah. real thing. A lot of people don't understand how real of a thing that is. Like, they really do not understand.
0: Yeah. You don't have to think about what your name is when you apply for a job. You don't have to think about, do I make sure I sound like I'm intelligent on the phone?
1: You don't have to think about how, like, when we are on this podcast, this podcast right here, And how I was explaining what was going on and how you looking at me struggling. I'm literally thinking about my words and I'm choosing my words very carefully because I understand that I have. While I'm speaking out for others and I'm speaking out and I feel it's important to speak out. Mm. I understand that my words can cause. Um. Detriment to yeah. those babies right. and I would never want to do that. You right. know what I mean? And that's the thing. That's a whole nother. They don't ever have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. They don't ever you could tell that they don't have to worry about that just by some of the stuff that they say. Oh, they telling the, the superintendent, you're a coward. You need to go back. You need to do this. You need to do this. The stuff that they're spewing to this superintendent. Yeah. It's just I can't even believe it. And the thing that makes it so crazy These parents are the ones that we went to school with. Mm -hmm. We went to school with these people. This is not, this is not no, just uh, this is not this. These are the parents. These are our classmates, right? That's what people are missing. This is not like a different generation. No, these are our classmates. You didn't learn when you were sitting next to us in the school And now you haven't learned now your children are sitting there and it's just perpetuating the same nonsense over and over again. The The whole entire purpose of the desegregation program was to create diversity so that people could have understanding of diverse cultures. So that when you are sent out into the world, you will understand the differences in the different backgrounds and different cultures and nationalities and how people live differently. That's the whole point so that you can have a rounded education. Right. It's the whole point, but the replies of a lot of these people is is showing. It's making it very very clear that you didn't learn anything, and they didn't make and they didn't show they, the curriculum that was set in place to teach diversity back when we were in school was obviously not adequate enough. Because if it was adequate enough, this wouldn't be so hard for you to understand now that you are a parent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I want to also add this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you talked about the superintendent uh, stepping down and mm-hmm. uh, playing, um, I think his name is Mark Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I remember, do you, do you remember this? It was maybe a year or two ago. Um, Brittany Hogan.
1: I, well, she, that sounds familiar. She was uh,
0: African-American woman. She was appointed the District Director of Educational Equity and Diversity. And I remember this Press release being put out and I remember sharing it on Facebook. And so she is one of the administrators who had received uh death threats. See. Um as long also Terry Harris, yeah, um, who's a um Frat brother, um, was a director of student services. He's been there for a long time. Yeah. And he's at, been at Lafayette, death right? Um well he's a part of the he's part of the Rockwood administration. Okay. Um and Oh,
1: he graduated from Lafayette, that's what he was.
0: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure where he went to school at.
1: Mm-hmm. He graduated a lot.
0: He did okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's got death threats, and so yeah, they all got, over it. They, they have
1: security. Yeah. Did yeah. you know that they yeah. have security to go to to go to work? They have security. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, and it, this is serious. This is what this is. This is almost like a glimpse into what the civil rights movement
1: was. We are in the civil rights.
0: Like, like blatantly, like <gasps> having to worry about, like. We talk about getting security to go to work. Yes, like that's like what's the what was the Arkansas nine
1: and Ruby Bridges. Ruby Bridges. Remember, she had she had she was the
0: first one, wasn't she? She
1: was the first she one. The first she one. had U.S. Marshals walk her yeah. into school.
0: This is some. This is like a remnant of that. It really
1: me. is. This is why I think it is so important. And I'm gonna give you guys a sneak peek into. I guess I can go ahead and all
0: of her being just taught,
1: but that's this a, that's
0: the weird thing. It's like. We're just talking about teaching the children about race and how it affects the United States. We
1: ain't even trying to teach. We ain't even trying. We're literally saying teaching the children about themselves. Yeah. We're teaching them about. So you're giving them. You have to understand. These kids got Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram. Twitter, they have everything, YouTube, everything is at their fingertips. You think that you removing this out of their curriculum is not showing them each and every day. They're creating and cultivating their own opinions based off of what they see on these social media. They don't have any person that they can go to. Mm -hmm. One thing about me, when I was growing up, I valued my teachers and i value the things that they said and if i had questions about things i knew that i can go to my teachers as an expert yep. about certain things so if i see something we didn't have social media like we did right like yeah. we do right now when we was growing up thank god we but did. if i if i imagine and put myself in their position if i were to see something on a tiktok or something like that and i may not feel comfortable talking to my mother or something mm. like that at least i can know oh well i can talk to my teacher or my coach about it but you're shutting that down when you're making when you're making allegations and you're and you're making a big deal and you're making it seem like this is such a horrible thing to talk about in school what are you what do you think that you're cultivating yeah what do you think that you're making by doing this because i don't see it i don't see what the plan is
0: what it is is you know a lot of these people are they're they're comfortable they don't want to be... When you talk about white privilege and white supremacy, yeah, it makes the people very uncomfortable.
1: But no it is one, what it is. No one wants
0: to be uncomfortable. We don't want to be are, uncomfortable especially neither. Especially when you are the power in, 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 a, in a given space. You're then give about, it back. We're talking about a predominantly white school district.
1: Then renounce uh, your
0: throne. Uh, what think? 75% of the school is white students? <laughs> yes. They don't want to... Re- not everybody because there are some white allies that we both know that absolutely. That are... You know, back... Be- be- definitely beating the drum to social justice and
1: and some of them getting and, of and getting ridiculed just like yeah. the superintendent yeah. yeah so getting ridiculed for it just I think, like the superintendent I and, think his, that, and death threats and it don't make no daggum sense Yeah,
0: i think that those that group of people they're wanting to keep that power structure they don't want to deal with the uncomfortability of the real life what racism does and how it affects everyone and so they're fighting for that 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 comfortability,
1: everything which is, is what
0: you saw in that. I wish it, I would love to know, like, because we, we saw like, the clip. We saw the clip of, the, of people in the room. I would love to hear like people of color that were in the room what their thoughts were, what, what they had to say, because it it was crazy.
1: It was crazy, to see ain't that. no way I could have sat in there. I'm telling you that right now, because you have no problem with these black kids out here playing sports for you. You got no problem no. with that, but when they want to learn about themselves. That's a problem. Make yeah. it make sense to me.
0: But you know, also, this you know, when you talk about privilege, how many black people probably felt comfortable driving out to Eureka to go sit in this room? Nobody. Because That's why they you, sat on the Zoom call there, instead. You went out there and voiced, and you say, for you voiced your opinion. How come? How comfortable do you feel leaving that I'm place? Not, trying to get back I'm out? not
1: gonna feel comfortable because you are talking about Missouri. Yeah. You talking about where there's still this sundowns. Eureka. This is Eureka. Yeah, you're talking about where there's still sundown state, sundown towns. Yeah. I ain't got time for that.
0: Yeah. So And
1: you're talking about you want me to see you want me to go ahead and put myself out there. I put myself out there now i put a target on my child's back Mm -hmm. and my child still got to go yeah my child still got to go back to school or whatever i'm not doing that to my baby
0: they also had said in the article that they had did a study with one of the elementary schools where it said the children the african-american children reported feeling that they didn't feel wanted in the school
1: and i said and And
0: there was a lady in that in the video was like that's not true that's a it lie. is
1: very true I I wrote yeah, a to these kids man listen in the beginning I, I, the diversity team reached out to me the beginning of this year back in Black History Month to um give my account on being an HBCU uh, graduate and um, I wrote a letter and in my letter that was one of the things that I discussed that was a, one of the things that I talked about in the letter was that being in elementary school in the Rockwood school district and having a feeling of why does no one look like me, right? Like no one who is supposed to be in charge. No one, they don't look like me, right? So I just felt like, you know what I mean? So what you're not gonna do is say that them babies is lying cause they're not lying. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And what they counted on, because you have to remember, like Tony said, this started in 1980. What? Uh, I think 1981. Is 1981. When 1981.
0: And also adding this, teachers were part of the DCA program, too. Oh. They brought city, you know, inner city stu- uh, teachers, black teachers, to predominantly white schools. They did. As well.
1: But you had this started in 1981. So in 1981,
0: our friend, uh, his mother was one of those teachers. Who? Uh, Campbell. Oh, are, yeah, yeah, We're hopefully yeah, yeah, yeah. going to have him on a podcast I didn't know
1: soon. Yes, we are definitely going have him, to have him on a podcast. If not, he's definitely going to be on the other podcast. Yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. So the other podcast that we're having is called The Summit, and, it ta- and it's us having conversations with people um, from the Rockwood School District each episode. So if you want more information beyond this episode, definitely reach back today. But we're going to have to bring him on there just to talk about being a teacher uh-huh. as a whole but um you have to look at it like this 1981 1985 or whatever the case may be that was when we was born yeah so when we started going out to schools like that our parents we weren't alum we're the first generation of alumni parents they have sent kids out there our parents didn't have the same experience as us when we were going through it We were the pioneers yeah. going through it. So now that our kids are out there going through mm-hmm. what we went through Our fight is a little our 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 pushback is a little different Yeah, that's why this is a different situation because they're accustomed to our parents mm-hmm. Not the parents that we are today because our right. parents were figuring it out They were right. sending us out there because they understood They understood that there were more resources resources out there more opportunities and more resources so which cracks me up because you make this statement that oh she went to this school this inner-city school she went to this school and you know this school is inferior and blah 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 that is the whole point of the DSEG program but you're saying that the school that she went to was inferior but at the same time, you you don't want us at the, make it make it make sense. Yeah. the
0: lady who had, yeah
1: Miss Separate but she equal
0: posted posted her that she had did a bankruptcy and like wow lady you really just dug up all this information on this person did you look up how they fared in you know in their job like,
1: that that's nothing the thing that, matters. that has nothing to do with nothing.
0: Yeah, because people people let's be honest people claim bankruptcy file bankruptcy you no know, matter what race. You
1: not one. finna sit up here and talk to me about no of somebody being qualified for a job, whether they got a bankruptcy, and Trump then had seven of them. Right. I don't want to hear you it. You know
0: how common the bankruptcies are? Trump then had, seven of,
1: Trump didn't had yeah. seven of them. Rich Trump then had seven of them. And y'all let him be the president. I don't want to hear it. What happened to Trump. He, Man, Trump... You know, they
0: banned him on everything, he, 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 he ain't banked, heard nothing from n- him.
1: Nuh-uh. Remember I told you last week, Trump sent that memo out. He sent that memo <laughs> I'm, He's creating his own app right now. I bet the the media is
0: waiting. Just they just they hate the fact that Trump has been gone. And They're waiting for him to come back out of his hole.
1: They waiting for him to come out on that on his uh on his app he making. Oh yeah. he making his own social media app.
0: What's it make, make it the mega app?
1: Probably Trumpland.
0: Make Trumpland.
1: But um uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, the, the difference is we are we understand what it's like. We know our kids ain't lying, and we know how to fight for our kids. Mm-hmm. And we don't have no problem with doing what is necessary, saying what is necessary, because we have to understand, not only are our kids going through this, we didn't have the opportunity to speak up for the th- stuff that we went through. So we're speaking up for the kids and speaking up for ourselves at the same time. Yeah,
0: we didn't know any better. We didn't know. We were kids. Our, like I said, a lot of our parents were just like, look, let me get my kids in the best situation all they All possibly our, in.
1: All of our parents. Tell yeah. me one parent. That we had that we went to school with there was a part of the they wasn't yeah they didn't go to them schools you know they so all a lot went to th- parents didn't even have
0: the time to really come and be uh, involved like we are with our children
1: a lot of, a lot of
0: them our generation we probably went to school we're we sitting in the class we're talking to the teachers we're doing all this stuff whereas our parents didn't have time for that really.
1: my mother my mother did not want me to go to the Rockwood School District my father right. wanted me to go to Rockwood School District all right. Let me tell you why my mama didn't want me to go to Rockwood School District. My mama didn't want me to go to Rockwood School District because her and her brother were some of the first students to help desegregate Hazelwood School District. Oh, okay. They were spit on mm-hmm. and everything else. Now this is back in the back in the day.
0: This is not like in the fifties. This 60s. is like my
1: mama was born in the sixties. So this is like literally I
0: got a picture of like Riverview
1: Gardens football team in like the 60s it was all white. Yeah. And so my I would never forget like, you know, my um grandma uh moved out there and um the kid the, my uncle, my mom, they were they were some of the I think she said it was eight of them. Mm. And they de- they helped desegregate um desegregate uh Hazelwood. To this day my mother will not live in North County. Even though the fact that North it. County is completely black now. I don't
0: blame
1: I don't blame that's her either.
0: That's, that's a story <laughs> for another campus. I wouldn't live there uh, But
1: even before then, she refused to do it because of the trauma that she went yeah, through.
0: that was a lot.
1: You know what I mean? And so when the situation came up as far as us going to Rockwood School District, my mama wasn't really too keen about us going to that because that was her experience. My, my father went to Berkeley School District, mm. which was more black-ish. Mm-hmm. And, um, my daddy, because he went to a more blackest, black situation, his more concern was, I don't care. I want my babies in the best situation that they can possibly be, it, right. be in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because they not teaching them nothing over here. Right. So I want them in the best situation that they can possibly be in. mm
0: mm-hmm. And you know. So you came from, was you a rockwood with all your life?
1: Mm-hmm. So I went to I was in I I went to Harrison for like three weeks and mm. that was it. So I went to Harrison for um, kindergarten.
2: Okay.
1: Harrison Elementary and um, I, that didn't last because I used to get bullied. Mm. I got bullied by this kid that was bigger than me. I don't know what grade he was in. Probably like third or fourth. Mm. Really big, chunky black boy used to bully me and take my lunch every day. And one day I told my daddy and my daddy, him, I can say this now, he dead, y'all can't do nothing to him. Uh, <laughs> my daddy hemmed him up. No lie. Hemmed him up. And scared the mess out of that boy. Told him, you know, don't, don't touch my baby's food. Mm-hmm. And my daddy, my daddy told my mama then, cause you know, my mama didn't want us out there. So my mama had us In the city schools, my daddy told my mama then he was like, "They going because uh, for my safety, they got to get up from up on out of here Mm -hmm. because I can't have no boy.
0: This is why beating
1: up on my daughter, I can't. Me as a father, I can't take that. Yeah, and and so my mother, you know." let my dad have his way. You know what
0: I mean? I, I tell people, you know, a lot of times when it comes to picking school districts for your kids, when we, especially when we talk about African American people is you're going to get it no matter where you go. Oh, less or two. Which it, one is if it? If you, if you go to a predominantly black school, you have to deal with, you know, internalized racism. You have to deal with, you know, the targeting that we do to one another, you know, because of, you know, white supremacy, you know, um mindsets in this country. If you go to a predominantly white school, you gotta deal with racism, you gotta deal with white privilege, you gotta deal with white supremacy. And so there's really no safe place for African Americans to go. It's not. For schooling. And so it's kinda of pick your poison. You know, and I That's I grew why up I that, grew up going to I grew up in St Louis City schools. Um You went, went to Shenandoah didn't I you? I went to Shenandoah, um and then I also went to Fannie. Oh, right um, here. Yep, I went there for three weeks. <laughs> Got into a fight and was headed off to Rockwood, and where I went there for a few years, and then I came back to the city uh, to turn. Do you the think school. about that
1: every time you come to my house?
0: Every time I pass by that school, I'm like, man, I remember that. <laughs> I literally, I literally I sat I right nose. down the
1: street from college. I was waiting on
0: my bus card from Rockwood because my mom said I was going to a new school district, and I was like, okay, cool. But they hadn't sent me my information yet. So school had already started. Yeah. So she was like, okay, do you want to just go to school until your bus card comes? Or would you rather just sit at home? And I was like, like, no, I want to go to school. I want to be at home all day. So my bus was, my school I was supposed to go to was Fannie. Or Fanning. We call it Fannie. uh, But it's Fanning CEC or something like that. (laughs) Um, And so I went there for like three weeks. And I think the third week I got into a fight. All because I helped this girl open her locker. See. It was a boy who liked her, and I guess he was threatened by me. And we were doing a thing where you you learn how to use a combination lock, uh-huh. so I knew how to do it. So she asked me to help her. Helped her. The guy got mad, and then we ended up getting into a fight randomly in the lunchroom where he, like, he's like, snuck up on me and did and like hit me
1: and <laughs> you let him and I was, sleep tease. <laughs> I, I was at lunch i was like
0: man ain't nobody beefing their lunch you
1: trying to get that square pizza right, popping we was, done. <laughs> I, it was
0: we was lining up in the line ready to head back to the classroom and he walked up on me and hit me in the back of the head see i
1: <sighs> had no
0: idea it was beef so That's anyways, anyways. so i like went to freshman. st louis city schools but then i went to rockwood mm-hmm. and it was like night and day swear it was night and day and i honestly. I don't have the same experiences.
1: I know you don't.
0: That other African American people have had in Rockwood. But, but you also have,
1: you have that alternate experience from being in a city school.
0: I have the alternate experiences, you know, being in a city yeah. school. But I also understand that everybody didn't have my experience in, in Rockwood. And mm-hmm. so I still, you know, when I hear the stories of what happened, I'm like, man, I can't believe that
1: happened to me. I was in La La Land. Like, I had no idea. Man. You know? Honestly,
0: I just kind of went about my day like like normal. I mean, I was probably the only black person in a lot of my classes. Uh, I didn't really see anybody outside of the school bus. Once we got to school, I
1: I didn't see no more black kids. Except for me. I saw you every once in a while. Tony, you'll never let me live that down. (laughs) I
0: saw you every once in a while.
1: What class you see me in? Well, we only had one. Well, we only had one. We class had more together. than one class together. Tony did not remember me. We let me let me give y'all the real. Class. Let me give y'all the real. We had zero
0: hour. That's biology. not
1: true. We had choir together. Let me tell y'all the truth. We were in
0: choir together. we did have had the same. We class, had
1: though. the same choir class. Let me tell y'all how much how
3: popular <laughs> Tony was.
1: Tony literally does not remember having class. Y'all know how y'all be watching the. TV shows, little teen movies, oh and they be like, he never noticed me. He ne-. That was Tony. Tony was literally, we was literally in the same classes together. Giovanni, Day, tell me if I'm wrong, because I know you listening. Yo, I need you
0: to show your seats. Show me your, show your, show your class <laughs> schedule. 2002.
1: <laughs> Tony, <laughs> we, we was in the same your
0: class. Schedule. We
1: was in the same classes together, and Tony just never paid me no attention I at all. Because I, I was the geek. At I know y'all can't tell, because I'm the loud one now, and yeah, Tony the know. quiet one. But Tony was the homecoming king, the the social butterfly. The
0: Look, I was quiet too. People, Tony, we literally had classes to together. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, going back to the original, you know, topic of just you know, going from you know, predominantly black schools to predominantly white schools, you're going to deal with something, and you know, there's no, there's nothing great that you could, so you have to figure out, okay, what can you tolerate? I always say the X factor is the parents. If you have parents who are active, who are present, then teachers are less likely to try to get over on that student.
1: I think yeah. I think that because you're dealing, you're gonna have to deal with one or the other, yeah. or whatever the case may be. I just don't think that it's fair, and I I agree with you hundred percent. But I just don't believe that it's fair that only the black kids have to deal with it. And I think that that's what the district is trying to do now. They're trying exactly. to even it out. Mm-hmm. As you like, the black kids feel uncomfortable when y'all play roots every every freaking. Um, daggone freaking uh, Black, Black History, History Month. Month and then all the teachers be like how does that make you feel? I don't want to fucking answer how it makes me feel to see somebody beat with chains. Don't want to talk about it. Sorry, don't want to look at this. I ain't neither. My mama said I didn't have to watch it. So every time they would play play mm-hmm. Roots, I wouldn't go to school.
0: They play Roots at school? Yep. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that either. I just saw it on TV, and I was like, oh, "I, I don't have know, watch never
1: this. seen it." I just thought of jokes about it, it, but I've
0: never actually watched it.
1: Wow. I literally know. They
0: showed that at school. That was Black History, huh? I I
1: don't know because wow. I never, I wasn't finna watch it.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, you know, what what they're trying to do is get to to teach our children, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, about racism and how it plays a part in every part of our society and how we can eradicate it and become a better society. I don't feel like that's a negative thing to do at all. I feel like that's a great thing. That's what we've been doing for the last few years and trying to eradicate white supremacy in this country and white privilege and allow help get our, our white allies yeah. to use their privilege to combat racism because we can, we've can't. we been trying to do it for years. It's not getting anywhere.
1: Shout out to all all of my Ally, yeah, class so members many who are out here fighting, fighting a good fight with us. And
0: yeah. and I love looking at the post. You know, somebody posts something racist, and then like my white uh, friends get on Oh, they tear it up! I, I like, can't even get to it.
1: Listen, they tear it up. Listen, I was who was it? Luke. Luke just <laughs> look. It
0: just. Be Luke the just made my, my little heart
1: the, feel great. Uh, like, the, like, mm, I was this. like, he was like, what the heck? That's right, Luke. That's why you my family. Right. For real, because it's just like when you when you have somebody or Cammy, she a good one. She'd definitely tear up somebody on the post. Mm. But you know, it just shows you it just shows you who looked at you as a, a person. You know what I mean? And who really didn't. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, you know, and some people, I mean, grew up to have being in interracial relationships and have black children. And so they have yeah. to they So now to get an up close and personal look at what it's like, because now you see a person that you love unconditionally have to go through that, and it it upsets you. But that's just a glimpse of what it is for us as black people to deal with, to see children that we see the best in and and know that someone's going to look at them and treat them like they're less than. And that's just crazy, you know? So... Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see how all this goes. You know, um, one of my old teachers from middle school, she actually reached out to me because uh, I had did a Black and Rockwell post and I had I named her in to. it. I had named her in it because I remember, one thing about me is I remember people and I remembered her along with a few other teachers in middle school and she reached out to me and she was like, thank you for your post. I read it and, I, you know, she's got married now. She's been married since then and so her name's changed. Mm-hmm. But She was like, I remember that, that, You know, name, and she wanted to just say thank you, and that she's glad that she was able to make a difference in my life. Like she did. She's one only one of the few teachers that I remember at that school. I'm telling you. You know, because a
1: lot of them is a blur to me.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd be like Kiki Palmer. I'm sorry to this man, to this woman. If I saw you on the street, I wouldn't know a thing. Right. right. For real, because you was treating me like that as a student. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely not saving you after I got my grade in that class. Delete. Literally, the whole memory of you delete because you gave me nothing. (laughs) You gave me nothing to remember. Yeah. I was nothing but a number to you. So why am I remembering you? I'm not. Like I told you, my favorite teacher, everybody knows my favorite teacher was Coach G. I literally, there was no reason for me to take drafting. Absolutely no I reason. I don't even know
0: what drafting is.
1: Let me say, listen, I was in that
0: mug. What is drafting? Let me look it up. You, on the, go ahead. You keep talking.
1: <laughs> you want to see how ridiculous the class Boy, I chose? drafting. <laughs> but there was no reason for me to take drafting, but I took it because that's what he taught. And having him as a coach, I wanted to change. I wanted to convince myself mm-hmm. that there was a positive. Yeah, yeah. Was, this is drafting? Yes. There basically was, drawing. Uh, yeah, but you're creating like. You're dra- like, like you're court. creating you're creating stuff for like this like I'm creating a. You're making blueprints. Yes, <laughs> yes. There's, think about me. This, this class was think about me. There's no reason for me to be in that class. I look, I look. But I was in there creating blueprints of random things just because I was I wanted to be in Coach G's class and I can't tell you nothing about drafting.
0: I, never had it I can't teacher.
1: tell you a thing about drafting, mm-hmm. but I can tell you a million things that he taught me.
0: Yeah.
1: He taught me so much stuff about life, about coping, about mm-hmm. moving. You know what I mean? Moving in diff- in this world in difficult situations. That was something that I didn't get in nobody else's class, and I could have never gotten nobody else's class.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right.
1: So, You're right. I don't know. It's just like...
0: So let me ask you this. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. What were you going
1: to say? I was just going to say, I would just, what I want to say is this. I would, to the parents who don't necessarily see the purpose of having this curriculum and you don't understand it, I would I would ask you to, I would challenge you to reconsider. I would challenge you to think about it from a perspective that is not your own. Mm. Because there are children that need that. You know what I mean? That was something that I needed. I needed, just like, you know, like how you have some kids, football is their thing, you know what I mean? Or Mm -hmm. cooking class is their thing, you know what I mean? But I, that was something that I needed. I needed to see that there are educated black people.
2: Yeah.
1: I needed to see that there were black people who thought the way that I did. I needed to see that I wasn't alone. You know what I mean? I needed to see that. And I was fortunate enough to have a teacher there. That teacher ain't there no more. Right. So what do they have? What mm-hmm. do these babies have? Yeah, they don't have that.
0: They missed out on that one.
1: They, unfortunately, they, they don't have the greatest there. So mm-hmm. I don't, I would, I would tell people, take yourself out of the equation. Because it's not, take your fifis out of it.
0: Right. Right.
1: And think about that. Think about these kids. What is that really? What is like? What is it really harming for those kids to have something that they can resonate with?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, white our white um, counterparts. They must understand the role that they play in. In their ancestors. They played in. They make sure the way we this, this country is. They living. make sure we
1: understand it. We talk
0: about race. We learned
1: about slavery since day one. We learned about the pilgrims and the Indians since day one. They make sure we Still understand. Still called exactly. Indians. Exactly. Which is crazy. We said st- they wait. Make sure that we learn. Uh, we learn from day one. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm talking about first grade. I'm talking about kindergarten up here making making feather hats. Mm and pilgrim hats to put on your head. I'm talking about from the very beginning. They make sure that we understand our portion. Why is it that that it can't be balanced?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that.
1: I just, I just, it just really irks me.
0: So let me ask you this. Yes. How, if you could talk to, you know, some of our, well, not even some of our, but like, what way, what do you think that, if you talk about like our, our African American students in the district, what do they need to be supported by the by the the white people in the district? How can how can the white how can the white community, how can the community in Rockwood support those black students, those those minority students who are having to deal with the the results of all
1: this stuff? The best thing that they can do to support them is listen to them. Okay. Stop telling them what they think and how they feel. Stop assuming what they think and how they feel. Stop putting together um, panels and groups and and um, meetings that do not include them to yeah. discuss how they feel without asking them. Ask them
2: mm-hmm.
1: how they feel. Let them tell you how they feel.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even if you don't want to, or if you would not, you don't feel like you don't feel like. Uh, they are going to feel comfortable enough telling you what you could do is say okay well we're going to make an, an anonymous situation mm-hmm. to where it's identified by um uh, by race a i mean race grade
2: mm-hmm.
1: and gender
2: yeah. and
1: that's the only identif- identification on the paper you circle in what race gender and um and grade you're in mm-hmm. and then write your experience. Write what's bothering you. Write what you want. And submit it. And read from the children themselves. Mm-hmm. Let them tell you how they feel. Everybody is telling these kids how they feel. These kids know how they feel.
0: Telling adults how they feel too. The lady got out there and was like, This is my experience, you know, as a Asian American. Yeah. The lady was like, No, you didn't, you didn't experience racism
1: how you gonna tell that lady I she didn't experience tell. no I wanna, I
0: wanna add to what you said Child, I'm is, of,
1: how you gonna tell that hold on why, how you gonna tell that lady she didn't experience racism and especially the year we just had how you gonna tell her she didn't experience no racism look
0: I just I, just, I, was, so shocked, I was shocked at some of the stuff I
1: saw I was like wow
0: they really said that but no what I was gonna add to what you said was you know while we're listening to our minority students in the district Make sure that you're also validating their experiences. Yeah. Not telling them, like you said, not telling them that they didn't experience that. Validate them. Let them know that we hear you, we see you, we understand where you, we, we can understand where what it might feel like to come from that perspective and do what you can to make sure they never feel that way again.
1: Because that's a big thing. I remember when we did the first Black and Rockwood. That was after the girl had went through what she had went through. Um, and we did the Black and Rockwood thing. I remember that. Um, yeah. And everybody was telling their stories. I remember me putting my stu- that smoke
0: is messing me up.
1: I'm sorry. That might be that smoke, cause I, I can't do smoke.
0: Oh yeah. We, oh, she's not smoking, y'all. We we not, she's not. It's my. I know sage, last week yo. I said that she was over here uh, chopping up lines. <laughs> well, no, it's she, my sage, y'all. She sage, likes to burn, uh, sage and incense.
1: And incense.
0: And I'm when I come over here every time, <laughs> my eyes and my allergies get to going crazy. that's why y'all hearing in the microphone. You hear me scratching. That's me going, that's my allergies going crazy. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, what could it be? And I look over and she's burning this, this, uh,
1: pal, what do you call it? Palomino. Palos.
0: What is it called?
1: Palo Santo. Palo Santos. He said Palomino. Palomino. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, let me put this down because I keep doing it. You know, I got to do something with my hand. But anyway, I doodle. Since, okay. But, Dang, you got me distracted. What was I about to say? I don't even know. You took me all the way left. I don't even know.
0: You want to shift the conversation to something fun?
1: Oh, hold on. I had something I wanted to say. That what you was want to what? say? Black and Rockwood. Okay, so even back when we was doing the Black and Rockwood post, and I remember several people putting their stories out. I even put my story out, and I remember a good friend of ours, he put his story out about what happened to him. And there were so many people saying that saying that to him. That didn't happen to you. If it happened, I would have known. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen to you. Not only was people black people was telling him that.
2: Right. That That's it crazy. didn't happen
1: to him. And it's just like this is why people do not feel comfortable mm-hmm. saying anything. Because you're gonna tell me that what did and what did not happen to me. Right. You're gonna tell me that I didn't get death threats and things of like that. you're gonna tell me what did and didn't come on, man. You're right. not gonna tell me what I experienced. I I was there. I now know what I experienced. Tell me how it affected me. Yeah, I was
0: there. Yeah. People, so, are nuts. People are nuts.
1: So validation is extremely important, and I think that is a good point that you put up. But yeah, we can shift the conversation. This has been a heavy, heavy episode. Heavy, heavy. Um.
0: What's something fun?
1: Something fun that happened. What? I Ooh, don't know, cause this it, Rockwood thing is
0: just the Rockwood thing took it took the cake.
1: It just took the week and just.
0: Yeah, that was that was heavy. That took was, a big pfft pfft on the week. It was shocking to see that stuff, but um, hmm, What's something funny that happened. Hmm, I don't know. What's happened this week? Nothing. Well, we had the NFL draft. Oh, the draft.
1: And
0: all of your, uh, I see all your posts about Alabama.
1: Did you also see my post about Deion Sanders?
0: Yes. Uh, No. no So? Talking about what his post he had made?
1: Yeah, so Deion Sanders is in the news again because he was... Calling attention to the fact that there was not a single student from HBCU drafted mm-hmm. into the NFL and how that is such a common thing and how that needs to shift. Because you have so many African-American students that get drafted into the, into the NFL, but they never consider HBCUs as viable places to draft from and i think that it was really dope that he is calling attention to that i also think that it is dope that you have a lot of celebrity children who are deciding to choose hbcus yeah i like um, that like Shaq's son now just signed with an hbcu i know masterpiece son did but a lot of these a lot of these a lot of people are are trying to go back and and um and put shine light using their privilege in their platform to shine light on hbcus and mm-hmm. the under underprivileged um people in our community and i think that that is super super dope and i'm i don't know i like coach prime i'm 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 all for everything i know people say i know some people were like is he being extra is he being um is he being extra is he being um dramatic or whatever the case may be because they say he has a tendency to be dramatic i don't think he's being dramatic Mm -hmm. i think people who are saying he's being dramatic don't understand the draft or hbcus no because if you or football for that matter Mm -hmm. but because we both play football we both understand all these things very well and we understand that they don't draft from hbcus
0: right well, they don't. It was a time where they they got all the players from HBCUs, but because a lot of players can go to the, they're more likely to get chosen to go to the NFL from those big name schools. That's what's going to be makes makes it hard for kids to choose HBCUs yeah. because of that. Which is wow. that's why I like the fact that these kids, these top, these high like five star recruits, have been choosing HBCUs because it's bringing back notoriety back to HBCUs. It is. And you know, I remember in the college, like in high school and college, watching HBCU football games, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I wasn't just, I, it was kind of bored to me because it's like these schools don't seem to have any part in the bigger picture of like college football.
1: But when you sit back, that's because the schools they take the kid, they take. You have larger schools like Alabama mm-hmm. or Georgia or Texas or Ohio or whatnot, they take all of the, all these kids, look at their hometowns. They come from like Tupelo. They come yeah. from like the smaller places where these HBCUs are at. Mm-hmm. They come from the cities that they they literally, this is their hometown, but they go yeah. elsewhere because for them, it's no different than us choosing yeah. a choosing DSEG a situation.
0: Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity resources. Is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? New environment, it's new place. It's no
1: different. Am I going to choose the black school that doesn't have the opportunity but does have the, the qualities as far as um, support and understanding of what it is to be black? Or am I going to choose go and struggle through the white school mm-hmm. for the opportunity at changing my life for my family? It's supposed to be a the, fun conversation. I
0: know, but it just comes <laughs> back. He came all the way back, what I, like, wait a minute, what? What race?
1: did I tell you? Oh, it man. It ruined the
0: whole week. Everything leads oh, back to on. this. Take, you check Twitter. I, <laughs> I, I, I thought we was, we was off racism <laughs> for a minute. I'm like, I need the break. Hold <laughs> on. That's how the white people felt in that meeting. <laughs> Come on. We don't want to take our kids to school to talk about race. <laughs> God damn it, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> What's happening these days?
1: Let's Race, see. that's what's happening these days.
0: Let's see, what's trending on Twitter? I never thought I'd be that person. Uh telling you. We
1: just had Teacher
0: Appreciation Week. Teacher Appreciation Week. Shout out to all the teachers.
1: Shout out to all the teachers.
0: Yes, you all are amazing. Without without you, we wouldn't know what we would be or where we would be. Um, so, I I have... Huge admiration for teachers because I Absolutely. couldn't do it. Absolutely. I could not do it. But, yeah, I mean, just the NFL draft. Uh, a lot of players got drafted. We'll see what happens when the season starts. Um, That's about it.
1: I'm telling you, that's it. We had the draft and racism. That was the week. Okay. <laughs> and then they tied the racism into the draft. Well,
0: Wrote a song about it. Well, here, here you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to the verses that's coming up, though. There's some verses coming. Yes, up? yes, 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 Ooh. yes, yes. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. I can't believe you do not know about the verses that is coming up. The last verses I heard about was the Ozzy wrote this one. Oh no, you got to know about this. Hold on. Who you got? it's actually oh well well we're recording this ahead of time hope you guys know that by now but this versus is going to air on the 8th so it already happened for y'all but this don't un i don't want to see that i do want to see the swv versus Uh, escape you a hater i guess that'll be okay i I like a few
0: escape songs i can't think of what's what's all the swv songs
1: you know SWV. I
0: know you gotta have rain. Love will be right here. And rain. Gotta have that, gotta have rain. Yeah.
1: We can
0: weaken the knees too, right?
1: I get, yeah. That's SWV. Oh, weak in the knees, I can hard
0: yeah. Um What's what
1: else? What
0: else did SWV have? Shoot. Who's the song who sang the song? Uh
1: and I, I think of you. Boom, boom, boom. I, I want to be a baby If your game is that, is that SWB? Hold on, I don't know. Hold on, I'm going to tell you SWV song. SWB song. You're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Yeah. Also, song. If your game is. Love up. will be right here. Be right there. Like no fear. It's on there. Love's gone. Boy, be. you should know. That was that. Y'all know I that. Y'all you. done ruined that song, New Age. No, it's This is who sang it? Who, is this, I, who is this woman? Oh, oh, oh you, who is this woman? You know
0: her. I N O J.
1: And I, I think of you.
0: I never would guess this is the person who sang this song.
1: Lady, I refuse baby. to believe this is who sang this That's song. That's who singing.
0: I'm going back.
1: That's who's Who is
0: this? Who is this woman?
1: out who this woman?
0: Ghost Town DJs.
1: What's it go? You know what's it's gonna be, right?
0: What's it gonna be? What's that?
1: What's, what's it gonna, gonna be? be? Cause I can't miss. Are you sure?
0: Yep, that was in Vogue. I remember that. I
1: remember that. That was
0: a jam. Yeah, I don't know who this person is. It says Ghost Town DJs. But it wasn't SWV. That's the point of it all, which sucks because I like that song. Um, let me look up here. What SWV got? SWV. Top songs. We? I
1: don't know that one.
0: Use your heart. Rain. I'm so into you.
1: I'm I'm so into you. I'm so into you. I don't know what that is. I think I know that one.
0: Um, use your heart. I don't know that. Anything. You're the one. Lose my cool. Downtown.
1: You know this. I'm so into you.
0: Okay. I, I knew that. don't
1: know
0: Ooh, all night long on the Way Next Hill album.
1: Woo.
0: I mm-hmm. love that. Album. Yeah, um, they had
1: some. They got some bops.
0: Some. I don't know why I don't. But Escape
1: do. for the mop, they mop them.
0: Lose
1: Escape. It? Let me tell you some. The writers on the listen. Ain't that the name of the song? the, name of the album?
0: Writers there's on really the. There's only one. There's two escape songs that I love.
1: There's lots of them that you love.
0: It's only two. Which ones? Uh my first one is Southest Place on Earth.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. And what
0: then else? my second one is Run to the Arms of the One Who Loves. That's me. a
1: good one too. What about understanding?
0: No. What about that's cool? I, it's not my favorite. It's just not,
1: kicking it.
0: No, I didn't even like that song.
1: What
0: about Who Can I Run To? Who can? Who I like can when
1: it they,
0: they come to? on, it's like do I like the way it come on, but oh, Oh.
1: Oh, it's a dog. Just ignore the dog. I
0: kicked him, her. Uh, yeah, it's. I probably won't watch this battle. It's better than Keisha Cole. That nobody, nobody literally. (laughs) Nobody asked asked for that. that. (laughs) Nobody asked for that. And they just like
1: nobody asked for. I don't mean no disrespect. And they canceled
0: it twice.
1: Nobody asked for uh for uh Future and um Rick Ross either.
0: It was uh, two chains.
1: Whoever that was.
0: We wanted Rick Ross, but two chains, I was like
1: Nobody asked for that. That's not what I wanted. But I didn't ask for it. I tell
0: you what, I did love that Gucci and uh young jeezy. That one was dope.
1: Yeah, because that was like that was like college all over That me. was
0: college all over again. The Ozzy Brothers won and the Earth & Fire was amazing.
1: Minus
0: uh, Steve. No, asked Steve. You got to have Steve Harvey on I'm name.
1: not going to keep doing this with you. Gotta you got to have Steve Harvey. This is, our, this is this, literally <laughs> our versus.
0: <laughs>
1: Every week I'm going to tell you I it don't was look, one, deal oh, the Steve. baby. The first
0: the baby face in Teddy Riley? Amazing. <laughs> even though it was hilarious. <laughs>
1: Spice Adams and Amy Crockett and made Crockett. that versus Everything.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah, so, well... Well, let's get to our affirmations for the week. Yeah.
1: So, this week's affirmations are as follows. We're just going to keep uh, on. we
0: going to keep oh, on yeah.
1: with the theme, theme of the podcast. First affirmation is I will reach back to help. I will reach back to help. I will reach back to help. Short. That's it. That's what we going to do. All right. Next affirmation is, I am going to do my part in change. I am going to do my part in change. I am going to do my part in change. i asking
2: about the man
1: in the mirror. Yeah, just play that in the background. Right. <laughs> lastly. Uh, lastly. I will identify and check my privilege I will identify and check my privilege I will identify and check my privilege all of us have privilege and it ain't just about the color of your skin mm-hmm.
0: you got male privilege you got able ableism
1: yep you got A- you, you got the fact that we went to Rockwood school District because
0: uh-huh.
1: like they was talking about the um
0: Got the privilege of going to college, yeah, having like, a degree.
1: Like they was talking about the lady, uh, the uh assistant principal. Oh, she didn't attend a Rockwood school. That's a privilege mm. that we have. That, that that you know we all have privilege. Identify what your privilege is, and check it.
0: Yep, check it.
1: Those are our affirmations. All right, for this I week. can't
0: wait to to dabble and, and meditate on these three.
1: Yeah, we're gonna um, do some work this week. So my
0: journal impromptu today. I kind of went back and forth with a, with a couple of them, but I like this one. You know, we just talked about some heavy stuff today. You know, yeah. and a lot of times when we're going through this heavy, these heavy moments in our lives, it's important that we give our minds a, a the ability to recharge. And so the journal prompt for this week is, what are you doing to recharge your mental batteries? Um, I'll say it again. What are you doing to recharge your mental batteries? And I would love for you to t- to really dive into what you're doing to deal with the fact that, you know, we're, d- we're dealing with some heavy stuff. You know, how are you keeping yourself sane? How are you keeping yourself present? And how are you continuing to be intentional with your mindset? So, what are you doing to recharge your mental batteries? That's a good
1: one. That's going to that's gonna be good. Especially dealing with what we... That's going to be a good one this week.
0: Yup. yep. yep. Yeah. So...
1: All right. All
0: right. Well, we had a good time today.
1: We had an amazing time. We
0: hopefully next week we have something more fun for, to talk about. Yeah. Um, but and not Rockwood in their uh, racism. We're
1: definitely gonna have something fun to talk about.
0: And it hurts me to say that because we came from Rockwood, but that's you know, why we. What but
1: that's why we speak about it. Yeah. Because it's yeah. our duty to.
0: Yep. We can't sweep that under the rug. So. All right, guys. Well, um, take a moment. You know identify those uh, or sit with those affirmations at journal prompt. We would definitely love you all's feedback, please. We would love to hear what you all think about the show and ways that we can improve it. Ways that we can make it more fun, make it more relatable. If it's not relating to you, uh, what are some things we can do? Uh, We're open to, you know, open to suggestions.
1: Yes. Please don't ever hesitate or forget to, um, if you have anything that you want to, to say, that you can mosey on over to the Self Love Society on Facebook and Instagram um, at Self Love Society 13
2: mm.
1: um, to drop any sort of anything. You can do it um, publicly on the page or you can do it anom- anonymously um, in the inbox if you um, have something that you want us to discuss and talk about in any podcast that we have coming in the future. There we go. Yes. Alright. We love y'all. Yes, we do. And we hope you spend the rest of your day doing something awesome and amazing for you.
0: Mm-hmm. All Alright, guys. Well, you all have a good one and be blessed.
1: Bye!